The Dark Horse Podcast will provide you with the methods and mindset to achieve your goals both inside the gym and out. This is your source for non-biased, accurate, and actionable information and tips surrounding fitness, nutrition, and ways to stay disciplined. I'll help you cut through the noise of the fitness industry and get straight to what you need to excel and grow. Okay, okay, all right. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Dark Horse Podcast. My name is Brandon. I will be your host today. This is going to be episode number 10, why you may want to rethink your bench press. A while back, I did an episode that was titled, Why You May Want to Rethink Your Squat. That episode was actually one of the most downloaded of the the episodes that I've done so far. So I figured I would double down on that. And this time we'll be discussing why you may want to rethink your bench press or specifically how you're bench pressing. I do, I do, however, want to start by saying I am not in any way trying to insinuate that bench pressing is bad for you or that you shouldn't do it or that I don't do it myself and I don't program it. That's, I don't want to come across that way. I absolutely do it. I program it. This is just going to try to offer a little bit of food for thought, maybe some objectivity, maybe a little bit of a different uh, perspective. Uh, hopefully some things you haven't uh, uh, thought about. Uh, that's that's how we grow and learn, right? New ideas, new perspectives. So first thing we're going to do, we're going to break down a bench press, discuss specifically what it is and what happens when you do it. And after that, I'm going to kind of get into the point of the podcast, the meat and potatoes. Still going to try to get it done in around 20 minutes, going to, going to get somewhat technical here, but it shouldn't, it shouldn't be too bad. So let's jump straight in. First off the bench press. Again, I got to be clear about this. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying I don't program it. I'm I'm not saying any of that. I'm just trying to offer a little bit of a different take on a bench press variation that I feel is way safer for most people, 99% of people. All right. So with any exercise, bench press is no different. With any exercise, you need to ask yourself, is there a reason for doing what I am about to do or what I am currently doing, right? And in my opinion, when you bench press, if I unrack a bar and bring it down, touch my chest and drive back out of the press, in my opinion, for most people, there is no point in having to touch bar to chest. There's no point in doing that. If you're, you got goals and ambitions to be a competitive powerlifter, that's a different topic. That's a totally different conversation. But for most people, there's not a, you don't have a reason to touch bar to chest. All right. So let's, let's kind of, again, take a step back and look and think about exactly what are we doing and why are we even doing it? Most people have, or have had some sort of shoulder injury before, right? We, we know low back, shoulders, and knees are the three most injury-prone areas in the body, especially with people who are lifting. And I did a podcast about this as well, three most common injuries, how to avoid them. If you haven't listened to that, please go back and listen to it. I feel like there's very good information in that episode. But if shoulders are the, one of the most injury-prone areas on the body, and do you guys know, if, if, you go, if you've been to a gym longer than like six months, you probably know at least a few people who have some sort of shoulder issue or have had some some sort of shoulder issue in the past. Hey, hey may, maybe it's you. May, maybe you're the one. You know. So if we know that this is the case, and we also know most people are not competitive powerlifters, then then why do we feel a need to bring that bar all the way down, tap our chest, and then drive back out? Okay. Now, 
before before I, I go any further, I want to really break down what happens during a bench press. So when you unrack a barbell, you've got the bar in the top position, or even if you're using dumbbells, it doesn't matter. But if you unrack a bar, you've got that weight up over the up over uh, your chest, right? The first thing that happens is a shoulder, you get shoulder rotation, and then you get elbow flexion or elbow bend, basically. So your shoulders are going to rotate and your elbows are going to bend. That's the two main things that happen during a bench press, which allow you to bring to let the bar travel down. And then obviously you have to reverse that momentum or reverse that force and produce shoulder rotation, right? And then elbow extension or straightening the elbows in order to press the bar back up off your chest and lock it out. Too much shoulder rotation for most people, most people is not the best thing, uh, not ideal in terms of injury prevention, not ideal in terms of even force production for that matter, because you're so deep into that press, it becomes very, very difficult and very taxing on the shoulder, again, to have to try to produce force and drive that bar up off of your chest. I do want to, I want to take a moment to explain something here. I am talking about a bench press. I am not talking about push-ups. When you do push-ups, you absolutely get all of the things that I just mentioned. Absolutely. Especially if you're like me and you got long arms. If I go chest to floor in a push-up, my arms are, my elbows are way back behind my body, right? I got really long arms, 6'4". I'm a lanky dude. I got really long limbs. Bench pressing and push-ups are very, 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 very similar. However, the main difference is a very, is a very big one. And that is the ability for the shoulder blades to travel. So when you are bench pressing, your shoulder blades are pinned down and towards your spine, right? So you've got a lot of tension generated there and you're up on your trap. So you're trying to really arch through your thoracic spine, through the top portion of your spine to get that chest as high as possible. That is certainly the correct way to press. But the downside of it, I mean, it's not really a downside, it's just a byproduct the byproduct of that is your shoulder blades are not permitted to freely move around in your back and glide across your rib cage and all of that. In a push-up, they're absolutely allowed to move and travel like they're designed to do, like they're supposed to do. If they're functioning optimally anyway, that's what will happen. Okay. So that's why push-ups are way safer than, in my opinion, in a better for longevity purposes, a better upper body pr- pushing exercise than trying to bench f- or trying to bench press from a bench all the time because your shoulder blades are constantly pinned down and they're not really get, they're not getting any movement with push-ups. They're allowed to freely move. Okay, so I don't want to come. I don't want to sound like a hypocrite or anything. Whenever I say, "Oh, you know, you're getting shoulder rotation and elbow flexion in a bench press, and you don't want to do that," blah blah blah. It, again, context is everything. If you're doing push-ups. That's absolutely okay because, again, the shoulder blades are are allowed to freely move. They're not really allowed to freely move in a bench press, okay? So that's what happens in a bench press, okay? We got shoulder rotation. We have elbow bend, all right? So back to kind of like the main main topic here. We know most injuries happen in a bench press. The most tension or or forces or torque or whatever how you want to break this down in your your mind – most of the forces in a bench press in the shoulder anyway are at the bottom of the press so when you have that bar down near your chest one if you're like me and you have long arms this is this is very very 
very tough on your joints. Uh, two, most people are not going to set up properly unless they're paying a coach or a trainer or, you know, they're a seasoned lifter themselves. Most people aren't going to set up properly and get that thoracic arch and that extension, right? Press up, get that chest elevated nice and high and get those, those lats on tension, lots of tension through the lats. Most people aren't going to set up like that, right? Your average gym goer is just going to kind of passively lay down on the bench, unrack the bar and start cranking away the reps. Now, again, a lot of these things, a lot of this, this shoulder rotation and everything, a lot of that pressure in the shoulder can be avoided if you set up correctly by doing all the things I just mentioned, right? Try to get up on your traps and drive your traps down into the bench pad, right? Create leg drive, right? Pull your lats down, right? So depress the shoulders and pull those shoulder blades in towards your spine. Tons of tension through your upper back. You should be so tight. It's uncomfortable. Uh, a lot of, a lot of forces in the shoulder can be prevented from doing that. But, but at the end of the day, when you unrack that bar and you come down, if your elbows or your humerus, the bone between your elbow and your shoulder, the upper part of your arm, your big upper arm bone, if that bone or your elbows are down past the bottom of the bench pad, you've got quite a bit of shoulder rotation going. Okay. And and look, you may be able to get away with this for a few months, a few years. You may even be able to get away with it for years on end, but but just because you're not hurting from it doesn't mean it's not racking up tons of mileage in your shoulder. Okay. I, I, I kind of had to learn this the hard way. So that said, I believe a better exercise, in my opinion, than bench pressing all the time anyway. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it ever. I'm not saying you can't rotate it back in. I'm just saying one thing you want to think about is maybe floor pressing. This is something that I've been highly advocating for my clients. I've been doing it myself and I'm very, very happy with it. Very pleased with the results. I'm still able to build strength. I'm still able to build muscle. I'm still getting to lift heavy. I'm still getting a horizontal press in, but it's not nearly as taxing on my shoulders. So three reasons why a floor, and if you don't know what a floor press is, it's basically the same thing as a bench press. Instead of lying on a bench, you're just lying on the floor. It's literally the exact same lift. All your cues are the same. All your setup is the same. Everything is the same as a bench press. You just lie on your back on the floor. You set your J cups or your pins or whatever your whatever ever how you have your barbell set up. You unrack your bar. You come down. You stop. You're not going to have a choice. You're going to stop when your elbows, the back of your arms, hit the floor, and then you're going to reverse and drive back out. Okay, so. That's what a floor press is. In my opinion, it's a little bit better or it's a lot better on your shoulders. Um, And again, I'm not saying you should just exclusively do this. This is just a variation. You really may want to think about rotating in, if nothing else, just to take mileage off your shoulders. Okay. Because uh, again, I hate to harp on this, but you might not be hurting now. You might not even be hurting years from now, but sooner or later, all of that shoulder rotation over and over and over and over again, same plane of movement, same movement pattern, it's really going to start to add up mileage-wise in your shoulder, okay? And we all know the person who makes the most results is the person who can stay in the gym the longest, right? Who can train the longest? Who can train when they're 60, maybe even 70, right? Hopefully 70, right? That's the person I want to be. I don't want to be the dude that kind of, you know, well, he was okay till he got to 40 or maybe 45 and then he just kind of, he was riddled with injuries and he 
Now he can't even do push-ups anymore. You know what I mean? No, no one wants to be like that. So, all right. So the floor press over the bench press. Again, whether you're using barbells or dumbbells. Three reasons why I feel like it's more beneficial. Number one is going to be it provides more stability in the least stable portion of the movement. And this is going to be a shout out to CPPS coaches. All you, all you guys know exactly what I'm about to go to here. Anytime you want to assist yourself with any lift, what you might want to think about doing is providing yourself some stability or lending yourself some stability in the least stable portion of the movement. Okay. So th- th- think about, and I know we're talking about bench pressing and, and floor pressing right now, but it's kind of like the same idea behind a box squat versus a free squat, right? <clears throat> you on a box squat, you unrack your barbell, step out, get your feet planted, all of that, go through your cues. When you drop down, you sit on the bar, right? You still have tension through your legs. You still have tension through your hips. You're still driving into the ground, right? When you go to fire up and stand up off of that box, you're going to drive the the knees out and the feet out. You're trying to push through the sides of your shoes. However, when you're sitting on that box for that one second or that two seconds, ever how long you're going to sit there, that box is lending you stability, versus a free squat, you don't have that, right? You have to create that stability through the hips and through the legs of the lower body. It's kind of the same premise here. When you are floor pressing and you unrack your bar, you drop down to the bottom of your press, you're going to stop when your elbows hit the floor. Obviously, you're not going to drive through the floor. The floor, by you lying on the floor, everything is supported. Everything my hips, my back, my, or my, my entire back, but specifically, most importantly for a bench press, my upper back, the back of my shoulders, right? My elbows, even in the bottom of that press, my elbows are supported. They're on the floor. You don't have that stability. You don't have that support in the bottom of a bench press. Again, you have to create that through the upper back and by creating tension through the lats, giving you something stable to press or to drive off of. So with a floor press, it lends you stability in the most, I'm sorry, excuse me, in the least stable portion of the movement, which is the bottom. And we know that the bottom is where most shoulder injuries are going to happen because again, not only are you trying to create that stability, but you also have to drive up off your chest and out of your press. So that's why most guys and girls, you'll see them if they, um, you can see this, this is very evident. Sorry, I got a phone call. So you can see this, this is very evident. If, you, if you're in a gym, you see people pressing, bench pressing, they'll rack the bar, they'll sit up, and you'll see them kind of swing their shoulder around in a circle, right? Or maybe they start rubbing their shoulder, you know, or, or something like that. This kind of takes all of that out, right? Because you have stability in the, again, in the least stable portion of what would normally be the least stable portion of the exercise in a bench press, you have stability here. Everything's supported again, back up, you know, back shoulders, uh, elbows, everything's supported. So you have that stability. You still have tension. You still have tension in, in your chest, shoulders, and triceps. You're not totally relaxed, but you do have some, some support there. Okay. Lend it to you by the floor. So that's number one. I feel like it's very helpful because again, in the bottom, in the least stable portion of the movement, you have more stability than you would typically have if you were just using a bench. 
So point number two, another benefit I feel like it's a little bit better is because it still allows you to overload or to lift heavy, right? Uh, uh, again, this is literally the same exact movement pad. It's the same as everything's the same guys. Everything's the same. Your setup is the same. Your hand placement is the same. Your cues are the same. You still want to get up onto your traps. You still want to get as tight as you can through your lats. You still want to think about actively rowing or pulling that bar down. You don't want to just passively let it drop. You want to think about pulling, create tension like a spring, right? You pull the bar down, pull, 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 lots of tension, lots of tension. When you feel the back of your arms, your elbows hit the floor, boom, reverse and drive back up out of your press. Everything is literally the exact same as it would be in a bench press. Still allows you to overload. You still get to lift heavy, right? It's still a great exercise for strength. So that's point number two. All the benefits of a bench press, a little bit less of the, again, it's not a negative thing, or a little bit less of the more injury-prone aspects of a bench press, okay? So everything's the same with a bench press, still able to overload, still able to lift heavy, all the cues, setup, hand placement, everything's still the same. So it greatly mimics, it's pretty much the same lift, as a bench press. So it's not like you're, you know, you're having to relearn, you know, some big, huge, complicated lift. That That's not it. Very, very good selling point there. Point number three, it's also great for building and overloading the triceps. If you're a trainer or coach, you know exactly what I'm saying here. Most people are very, very weak in their triceps. If you're having trouble locking out a press, I mean, not, not every case, there's always outliers, but if you're, if your main sticking point is your inability to lock out any press, it doesn't overhead press, some sort of overhead press variation, a horizontal press, anything. Most of the time it's lack of tricep strength and development. Uh, if you're a younger guy, you're having a little trouble, maybe filling, maybe filling up your shirt sleeves. You know what I mean? You're trying to pack on a little muscle. <laughs> I used to, <laughs> Make sure you're training your triceps, man. That's going to get you way further than it's. <laughs> I'm laughing because I used to in commercial gyms, you see this all the time. Guys that stand in front of the mirror with their easy curl bar, you know what I mean? And they're just cranking away, man. They're cranking away rep after rep after rep of bicep curls, trying to get their arms built and trying to get some arm development. And you're much better off building your triceps. Your triceps comprise much more of your arm than your biceps do. Not saying you shouldn't train biceps. I'm just saying you're tra- if you want to you want to fill up your shirt sleeves, guys, hit those triceps, build them, burn them up. You trust me, it'll it will pay off quicker than than you may realize. So if you if you're looking to lock out a press, build your triceps. If you're looking to fill up your shirt sleeves, your younger dude trying to trying to add a little muscle, hey, summer's coming, you know what I mean? Sun's out, guns out. If you're looking to do that, hit your triceps. Floor press is a great way to do both of those things I just mentioned. Ladies, over, I mean, put whatever number you want on it, but most of them, over 90% plus of my clientele are female. And almost all of them say, hey, I want to try to get, when they first uh, start working with me, hey, I want to try to get rid of the 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 flab on the back of my arm, right? I, I want to be able to wave to people and not have my my the back of my arm moving or jiggling around. All, almost all of the ladies say that. Ladies, if you want to burn body fat on if you want to torch the back of your arms and really get that muscular look, that developed lean appearance, build your triceps. I'm 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 telling you guys, this is multifaceted in the benefits of having good, strong triceps. 
Floor press allows you to do this a little, in my opinion, a little more adequately than a bench press because of the shortened range of motion. And you can test this out yourself. If if you want to get on a bench, lay on a bench, set up your pins to almost the, to the, the halfway point of when you will be coming out of a, of a bench press. From there, press the bar up, lock the bar out, set the bar down on the pins. Press the bar up, it's, it's just a pin press is all it is. Set the bar up on the pins, lock it out, let it down, lock it out, let it down. Keep going that over and over and over again. You're essentially mimicking a floor press, right? So if a floor press is an abbreviated range of motion, which we've already established that it is because you can't drop as deep, your elbows stop when they hit the floor, you're literally going to be rehearsing or practicing or strengthening that lockout over and over and over again with every single rep. And since you can lift heavier on a floor press, again, because of the shortened range of motion, less shoulder rotation, since you're able to lift heavier on a floor press, it means at the end of the workout, you're going to have more pounds lifted, which means more work was being done, which means your triceps are going to be torched and much more stronger and much more developed than they would be if you just constantly hit full range of motion pressing. All right. Okay. So three main benefits of the floor press. Number one, provides stability in the least stable portion of the movement, which is the bottom. Number two, still greatly, greatly mimics the bench press. Still allows you to lift heavy, still allows you to overload. All your setup is the same. Everything is the same as a bench press. Very, very closely mimics the bench press. Number two, great for overloading and building the triceps. And we just talked about this. We, we, we know why. Provided multiple examples of that. Let me. Last thing I'm going to say, and, and then we're going to be done. I am not saying you should never go full range of motion with a horizontal press. What I am saying is if you're an older lifter, if you have long arms like me, if you find it difficult to get in a correct bench press setup, meaning again, you're up on your traps, you've got an arch through your thoracic spine, you've got ton, ridiculous amounts of tension through your lats, your, your shoulder blades are pinned into that bench pad, right? And you're able to drive off of all of those things I just mentioned, your traps and your lats are tight, all of that. If you're unable to get into that position, you really, really, really need to think about moving to a floor press. You still need to be able to do all those things in a floor press, but if you don't, it becomes a little, a little bit less detrimental than if you can't get into a proper position bench pressing. So in terms of full range of motion, I'm not saying you should only do partial range exercises. What I am saying is maybe for your main lift, you hit a floor press as opposed to a full range bench press for your assistance work or in your, if you're a CrossFitter in your Metcon, or if you're, you know what I mean? If you're someone who does like total body circuits or whatever, at some point in the rest of your training that day, hit some push-ups, full range of motion, horizontal press, allowing the shoulder blades to move and travel freely, which we know is optimal for prolonged shoulder health. Okay. I'm again, please keep what I'm talking about in the context of our conversation. I'm not saying you should just do partial range reps. I am saying there is a time and a place for everything. And I feel like for most people, floor pressing is probably a better option than benching from a flat bench. Just to make sure you're getting your push-ups in or some sort of exercise where you get your shoulder blades to move. Okay. All right. That's it. 
That's it for today. Thank you guys so much for your time. Time is everyone's most valuable asset. The fact that you chose to spend it with me is very humbling and I am greatly appreciative of that. If you have any questions about anything we discussed today, make sure you shoot me an email at darkhorseperformance at yahoo.com. You could also hit me up on Facebook. I'm at be a dark horse. Also on Instagram, darkhorse.performance. If there is something you want discussed on the show, make sure you let me know. I will do my best to cover that for you. Until next time, be a dark horse. Yeah.